Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class. Today's Bible class is for our podcast listeners, designed to get us into God's Word every single day for, oh, about 13 minutes. But even that short period of time helps us to stay strong in our faith and even grow in our faith because faith comes by hearing the Word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. But it also keeps us focused on a relationship with God, on our souls, and helps us to have a better, more positive and spiritual outlook to be able to deal with whatever the day throws at us. You know people in your life who need to change their focus and the direction of their life, don't you? We continually encourage you to help them by sharing these short studies with them. You can do that easily through Facebook friends, text messages, maybe other technological means. But make that commitment. Help them by sharing these short studies. Share with your, fr- your, uh, your family members, your friends, your work associates, your neighbors, with anybody and everybody you can. What a great blessing it will be for somebody to get to heaven because you help them get into God's word by sharing these short studies with them. But you know, that will also be a great blessing for you. So make up your mind, make that commitment and start sharing today. We're going to finish off our our study. We've been talking about the greatest love story ever told. Different love stories might come to some people's minds when you talk along those lines. They might think about Romeo and Juliet from Shakespeare, or the love that Cyrano de Bergerac had for his secret lover, or maybe any of numerous hundreds, thousands of love stories that have been portrayed in literature and over movies, and just stories that we would look at and observe in our daily life in the relationships that husbands and wives have for one another, parents have for their children, children for their parents, friendship relationships. Well, we could go on and on, couldn't we? But the greatest love story ever told is none of those. And all of those are really dependent upon the greatest love story ever told. And that's God's love story for you and me and all of mankind for all time. Not just for what we would consider to be good people, but God's love story, his love for the worst of the worst, the most wicked of the wicked, the most terrible of all of the heinous and unrighteous people who have ever lived. God so loved the world, not just a few people, not just certain people, but everybody throughout all of the world, for all time, that he gave his only begotten son. He sent his son into this world in human form, while still fully divine, to go to that cross and die to pay the price for the guilt of your sins, my sins, and the sins of all of humanity for all time, including the worst of the worst. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him, and again, the great invitation from our Lord and Savior, come to me all you who labor and are heavy laden and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me for I'm gentle and lowly in heart and you shall find rest for your souls. 
that invitation Jesus extended to everyone, Matthew 11, verses 28 and 29. But now, whoever believes in him, it's not just intellectual understanding and agreement. It's not just a spoken belief, oh, I believe in Jesus, but it is a belief that is put into consistent, active dedication and obedience. Though he were a son, yet he learned obedience through the things which he suffered. And having been made perfect, he became the source or the, the source of eternal he became the source of eternal life or eternal salvation to all who believe him. Hebrews chapter 5 verses 8 and 9. What a blessing. But obedience, you see. Obedience. Jesus said, if you love me, keep my commandments. John 14 and verse 15. The apostle John wrote in 1 John chapter 5 and verse 3, in this is the love of God that we keep his commandments. And his commandments are not grievous, not burdensome. Oh, we need to learn the lesson that God expects commitment in our faith, obedience in our faith, consistency in our faith. That's what real faith is, saving faith, as taught in the scriptures. Now, the last part of that very succinct statement of God's love story, God's love for us, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. The apostle Peter wrote in 2 Peter 3 and verse 9, God is not slack concerning his promise, as some count slackness, but is long-suffering toward us, in other words, giving us time, is long-suffering toward us, not wanting anyone to perish, but is long-suffering toward us, waiting for us to come to repentance, because God loves us so much. Again, what did Peter say there? Second Peter 3 and verse 9? God is not slack. We can trust God. We can have confidence in him. He has promised to give us eternal life through Jesus Christ if we will come to him through Jesus Christ, repenting of our sins, confessing our faith in Christ, and surrendering to him, being buried with him in baptism, at which point the blood that he shed on the cross will cleanse us of the guilt of our sins. Acts 2 and verse 38. Acts 22 and verse 16. Mark 16, verses 15 and 16. So God, the Lord, is not slack concerning his promise, as some count slackness, but is long-suffering toward us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Why? Because God loves us so much. 1 John chapter 4 and verse 10, in this is love, 
not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. In verse 16, we have known and believed the love that God has for us. God is love. And he who abides in love abides in God, and God in him. Verse 9, in this the love of God was manifested or demonstrated toward us, that God sent his only begotten Son into the world that we might live through him. God wants us to have eternal life with him in heaven. In John 3 and verse 17, we know that verse. That's what we're looking at part by part in verse 16. But verse 17, for God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Why? What initiated that sacrifice on God's part? What motivated his sending his son into this world that we might be saved through him? Back to verse 15. For God so loved, or verse 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. God offers us, God wants to give us eternal life through Jesus Christ. In Romans chapter 6 and verse 22, but now, having been set free from sin and having become slaves of, of God, you have your fruit to holiness and the end everlasting life. <clears throat> For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. God offers us He wants to give us eternal life through Jesus Christ because God loves us so much. And because his love is true, we can have confidence in what he has promised us if we will come to him in his way. In John chapter 20, and we look at verses 30 and 31, the Apostle John wrote, Truly, Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book. But these are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing you may have life in his name. We can trust God in all of his promises, in all of his teachings. In 1 John chapter 5 and verse 13, these things have I written to you who believe in the name of the Son of God that you may know that you have eternal life and that you may continue to believe in the name of the Son of God. God is absolutely trustworthy. Absolutely. And look at the very, again, succinct way that Paul put it in his letter to Titus in Titus chapter 1 and verse 2. In hope of eternal life, which God, who cannot lie, promised before time began. 
God's love story. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. We need to keep ourselves in the love of God. God has already, oh, so abundantly demonstrated his love for us. But we need to read and remember Jude chapter 1, verse 21. Keep yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. God's love story. God loves you. The greatest love story ever told. God's love for you and for me and for mankind. Can we help you take advantage of God's love for you? You can contact us through our website at churchofchrist.com. Click on the email link or you can call us at 402 498 8397. We hope to hear from you soon. Let's pray. Father, help people to recognize how much you love them, what you have done for them, for all mankind because of your love, and help us to turn to you in love, humble, repentant, obedient love, Father. Please forgive us, gracious Father. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.